Experience a powerful yet gentle clean with Colgate Pro Clinical Electric Toothbrushes from Chemist Warehouse. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Wherever she goes, I go, we go, we go. Flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio. Love that I feel. Oh, nothing lasts forever, but I'm down for the minute, so just chill. Wherever she goes, I go, we go, we go. Flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio. Love that I feel. Oh, nothing lasts forever, but I'm down for the minute, so just chill. past six o'clock on the 13th of April. Morena, New Zealand. Hope you're doing well on the short week. Only one day away from Friday. And Kempi, I feel like Izzy Dag today. Not a, as talented or tall or handsome, but when Izzy is coming up to Auckland, he always gets fired up on a Friday, and uh, I know what it's like now being down this part of the world and getting to come see the boys tomorrow in the Auckland studio. I get it. I get it. I'm fired up to get up there and sit back in those Flash studios, so looking forward to it, mate. How's everything going up there in Tamaki? Yeah, mate, it's all good, actually. Uh, good morning, Aotearoa. Yes, it's uh, Thursday. Winter's well and truly settled in. A lot of rain up here yesterday, and uh, waking up this morning put on the wet weather jacket just in case uh, from a walk home after mahi today probably get wet again um don't need to worry about that obviously in the sulky tomorrow night louis because uh they won't have too much to worry about with that nice uh, cambridge track but I, I dare say looking at um the tracks and this got me thinking this morning like the soft tracks and the change of horses um the soft tracks and sport on general and the injuries to players and the effect that it's having on players and teams at the moment. Like, just have a look at the Warriors, for instance. No Egan, no Martin. Two of your spine out. No Barnett, no nor Kore. So their first starting edge out. Um, and here they are going into probably the toughest part of their next five weeks with four of their best players not, not even in the side. And when you look at the All Blacks in the World Cup, the question needs to be asked. Like, we've still got plenty of time to go. What is the injury that is actually going to set the All Blacks back? Because we're talking about players missing out because of selection, but what about injury? Well, there will be one. There always is one. Do you think it's weather-related? Is that, where, is that where, what I'm sensing? Yeah, look, I, I do. When you, when you think about it, so it must be really tough for a team like the Warriors that play and train on a, on a, a softer track week in, week out. You know, So they're home, and then they go to... Australia and the firm tracks and you can yeah. this change of you know um, I know we back in my day we did a we did a sort of a little mini study on the boots that players wore and we found that the boots that they wore were having um, there was a statistic that came out that 
this one type of boot that they wore was having an issue with knee injuries. Yeah, and, right. and I think when you when you think about it, I was only thinking about that coming in this morning. Like, man, injuries are playing a big part in the competition. Look at West Tigers, like losing Adam Dooley for the way that they did was he's just jumping for the ball and came down after he caught it to take off. He's done his ACL. You know what I mean? It's, it's season season ending. You look at um, the young hooker, Brayley, that plays for Newcastle on the weekend. I didn't even see that happen out for the season. You know, and I think what we tend to forget, this is what we tend to forget, we're always so hyped up about who's going to win and where teams are at. We actually don't pay a hell of a lot of attention to injuries and the makeup of teams as injuries start to settle in. So um, just get a little bit of empathy this morning when I look through that Warriors side again and think, man, we're actually half a team down in talent mm. when you look at it. And and we're talking about how good they should be going. Well, have a little bit of empathy for them because they've got four of their best players not playing this weekend. Yeah, oh, look, health is always your best player. We said it yesterday, we said it before, and uh, Andrew Webster kind of struck a chord when he was speaking about Metcalf's hamstring, and he's he could be playing, but he's done it five times. So they're looking at his gait, they're looking at how he runs, they're looking at his biomechanics to try and work out how they can get him on the straight and narrow so he's not going to keep re-injuring this hamstring. And the sports science that goes into it, like I hear your point on the, the softer sand-based tracks versus those hard, firm tracks and mixing it up. You'd like to think that the professional level, the surfaces are, are mostly the same, but we know that they're not. And we've seen, especially in these magic rounds, these grounds get absolutely decimated. And when you're talking about a hundred k, 1,000 kgs of front rows packing down, and uh, depending on the surface beneath them or players in the tackle, hey, the hip drop's one thing, but what about players in the tackle on turf that's been... Um, and the, uh, turf managers have a, have a really important job. I, I do, uh, I'd sympathise with them, to be honest, because they get given these hectic schedules, and especially with concerts and all sorts of things. Some of these stadiums, the, tr- the turnaround time that they're trying to get these, these grounds and these surfaces fit in, it is crazy if you look at it. So I agree, Kimby. I hope that we're not prioritising that other stuff over the health of players because the health of players that's one thing and then the competition you want everyone to have a fair chance don't you you don't want someone to get unlucky or a team to be completely scrubbed out no you don't and you know it brings into context the conversation Phil Yarrow had yesterday around Manaya and um, the Taranaki team playing a trial against the Hurricanes <laughs> in that little small town at their local rugby ground like if you were manager and coach you would be having kittens Knowing that your players are going from a prestige ground, like you do, you do this. Like as a coach and a, and a trainer, you're checking for ground for potholes, like the, the the composite of the ground, you know what sort of makeup it is, so that your players get the best. But you're going to take them to uh, yeah. South Taranaki, and they're going to run, you know, like they're probably well. Look, I played in a couple of grounds here in South Taranaki. We had to get the sheep off the the field before we play. Yeah. Type, you know, that's a type scenario. Um, the, if they pick up an injury, like, they'll never do that again. You know what I mean? Not while that coach or manager or trainer's involved in that side. So the, the context that I'm trying to put this in is, you know, the athletes these days, and talking about injuries and reoccurring injuries, now they're going to places like Canada to have their hamstrings checked out because that's the special place to go to get that, you know, that, that <laughs> checked up. Um 
It is starting to get like wrapping. You know the, the old saying, "Wrap players up in cotton wool." It is actually coming true. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember Kempi back, like in the mid two thousands, when Kobe Bryant used to go to Germany? Yeah, and he he went to and and I think LeBron, and and it was like Germany was like code word for like. It was code to Kobe Bryant, just go offshore and just dope. Like, yeah. did, did, like, did he just, and I always remember, like, the subtext around that. And, and LeBron James is, he, he recently, he's been talking about his foot injury. And he said, they asked him how he got, came back in time. He came back in this, and, you know, one thing, he's a physical freak. But then he said he went and saw the LeBron James of feet. <laughs> he went and saw the LeBron James defeat. So, like, you're right. These players are going, the, the injuries and that whole side of it. Maybe, hey, let's get a sports scientist on next week. 100%. Because let's, let's start talking about the makeup. I, look, at the end of the day, when you start to investigate and think about analysing injuries, and, you know, I started with the Warriors, I ended up with the All Blacks. And in my mm. head, I'm going, you know, we're sitting fourth in the world. We've got Ireland and France through the rounds. Man, what if we lose like a Richie Mwonga or and you know a a um or beavers Brody's Rotella. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Practicing his kicking too apparently yesterday in the Coliseum. So um <laughs> yeah, he might get geez, imagine that. Beaver gets called in again to kick one more goal. <laughs> <laughs> he died out on it. He'd become immortal. He'd become immortal. He would. You, but you're right. Like the selection's one thing, but a lot of the, and this is why they, when these players that miss out, they're right on the fringe. They gotta stay ready. And you always hear that saying, "Stay ready," because you just never know. So um, that's a good point, Kippy. So what's the? So it, it is fresh up there. So I'm packing my bag. I'm up coming to see the boys bring tomorrow. Bring a jacket. Can't, can't wait. Bring a jacket. It's it's a little bit muckeritty. It's a little bit cold, but um, bring a jacket, mate, because the rain's swirling in. And, uh, like, down, for instance, I walked home yesterday from running it straight, and uh, I had four seasons. I walked out the door, couldn't see. There was, it was so bright with the sun out. By the time I got to the end of the road, um, it was pouring down. Then I got into town as bright as anything again, and then I hit the, I hit the foreshores, windy as, windy as all buggery, you know what I mean? So um, yeah. I reckon just bring up a wet weather jacket, because I think you'll need it. Very autumnal, it sounds. Uh, I can't wait. It's Auckland. I can't wait for... Yeah, that's right. That is, that is Auckland. It's a little bit more stable down here. It's either just cold or hot. Um, and when it's cold, it's very cold, I've noticed. Look, we're, we're going to talk self-assured later on and the race by Grins. We've got pacing for purpose today. I'll give you one tip who we're tipping. Uh, other than that, Kempi, we're going to talk some uh, English Premier League and some Champions League with Alex Brotherton, who's all over Man City. And after eight, I'm sure you're looking forward to this. More than just an athlete, that's right. Our Thursday slot with Ali Lautiri, who uh, kicked off the match fit program last night alongside some legends of our sport, uh, Tawara Nico, Ruben Wiki, Paul Rauhihi, um, even Hami Luaki, you know what I mean? Who, who uh, gee, he's a hard case fellow, that boy. Um, but by all accounts, I had a really good chat to Bailey Mackey about it, actually, who produces that show. Um, and he produced the one with Ted and, and Buck Shelford, which was pretty successful. He reckons this one's better, the Rugby wow. League boys, because they tell, um, he reckons they, t- they keep it real. The stories are actually real stories, and, and he says the stories are better. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to following those boys on the journey. And the best thing about it is they get another shot at the Aussies. <laughs> they, they play a game. And I was laughing, like, you know, because he gave me a call. 
I was the second bloke he called. So he said, you know, do you want to do it? And I said, mate, I can't even jog, let alone run around um, with my knees, you know, like game told him about that sort of stuff. And he said, oh, no, that's all, that's all good. He said, but we're playing the Aussies. <laughs> and I went, don't worry, you'll have plenty of boys put your hands up for another crack. And the Aussies, of course, um, the only thing that they told me about the Aussies, so the boys, it's like the Morris brothers are going to play in this game. It's that oh, era. wow. Well, you have a look at our boys, like, that's after our boys, like, yeah. um, um, if, they, if the TAB open a book up, I'm back in the Aussies by 15. Well, they're 30s, aren't they? <laughs> Mate, they're still playing. It's like, I just started laughing going, oh, you wouldn't want to get, you, you wouldn't want to get in close quarters with the bo- with the Kiwi boys, but I don't think they're going to because they're just going to be too quick. <laughs> That's, that is brilliant. They are, the, gee, the Morris brothers, they can still play it. You're, you're dead right. Now, you must be, uh, well, you're, you're good friends with Bailey. I know you've got a lot of respect for him, but you must be absolutely stoked, Kempe, because you talk about equity and, and making sure that Rugby League gets its time and we don't forget about a code that's had such an important part to play in our identity. You must be so proud that it's getting its crack in a, a show like this. When Match Fit the Union had such a success, it, it really touched a lot of people. Well, there's a whole bunch, there's a whole league community out there, there's a whole other group of people out there that this will touch as well. So you must be so proud of that. Yeah, one, 100%. And of course, they're iconic names too that everyone can can relate to. Um, you've got to remember too that Bailey Mackey cut his teeth in rugby league. So as a TV3 reporter, junior reporter, he used to be at the scrums every week, um, is how me and him met back in the early 2000s, and then went to Māori Television and produced the sports shows in there. That's where he brought Tawera um, and, and Ozzy, Glenn Osborne in to do the shows. Um, and then, of course, he actually sat on the New Zealand Rugby League board there for a little while, you know, before. So oh, now, he wow. sit, now he sits on the New Zealand Rugby board. So in the governance side of things too, he cut his teeth through that with the New Zealand Rugby League. So um, he's, got a, he's got a real passion for rugby league. Wairangi Korpu works for him up there in Pungal, uh, up here in Great, oh, in Great North Road where he's got his business there. He does um, a number of shows for him, but he's a, re- a very smart character, Bailey. You know, he's he's hooked up with all the right people and and knows what he's doing when it comes to television. And and like you said, you know, this match fit. Um, he had a chat, he had a chat to me last week and said, you know, you guys, we've got match fit coming up. Uh, you know, it'd be be good to chat chat to it. And I said, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, he said it's a bit, it's going to be a better show than the rugby show. So it's interesting because he's been through both uh, cycles, the rugby cycle and the rugby league cycle, where he thinks it's going to go, um, but the public will tell you, you know, it kicked off, kicked off last night and the public will tell you what they like about it, so I'm, I just like seeing those boys now, you know what I mean, like they're all retired and Clinton Tooby's is just such a character, you know, 14, what, he found 14 kilos he reckons and he's got the old gym back out and breaking the gym back out and getting back into it, it's a, it's a really important part as we saw with um, rugby match for, of the boys keeping themselves in in shape as they get a, a lot older, and uh, it might be, it might look fun on telly, but I can guarantee you that it's not. Oh, and it just opens a, a, a crucial corridor of conversation about men's uh, health, physical, mental, uh, um, emotional. So, it, like the, the, all of that aside, it's just a, a wonderful product, and, and that's why more than an athlete, uh, Ali Lautiti. He's going to be able to tell us what that journey was like. 